when their views are contrary and you know that by setting your things your your thoughts on things above and learning what God's way is because if you don't know God's way you are open to deception you can be lured and seduced into any uh, slight of doctrine or tradition of men or elementary things of this earth and it sounds good and, uh, and and saints ministers are anointed. They said they have an anointing too. Uh huh. And and you can be swayed into that and think it's truth and it's really error. And if you don't know the truth, you are open to error. And thinking you on the right path. This is one of the things, Elder, that we have been discussing uh, quite a bit. A lot of people are hearing from the God of this world system, believers, mm -hmm. and thinking that that is the way it's supposed to be. Right. They they say, well, God told me, but they don't know which God they're talking about. According to 2 Corinthians 5 and 8, there are God's many. But they will say in a minute, God told me to do this. God told me to do that. Okay, but you got a God of this world too. You got the God of this world. He's a God. You got mammon. That's a God. You got God's many. You got Baal. That's a God. Mm -hmm. So when you say, uh, God told me, when you tell me that, you have to be a little bit more specific. Because I know that there are many gods, and they'll talk to you, especially powers. He's going to tell you all the stuff about the God of this world system to your thoughts. So we have to be like Jesus was. We got to be a prototype of our Father. We got to be the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Mm -hmm. Because we are made in his image and likeness. And we just can't go along with everything that comes down the pike. Even if it sounds good, I don't care what kind of title you got, how many degrees you got behind your name, and what other people think that you are, I don't care. We got to draw the line here and find out and say, let God be true in every man a liar. Let God be true. And, and, and repeat what Jeremiah 17, 5 said, Cursed is the man that trusteth in man yeah. and maketh flesh. <laughs> yeah, you know, flesh, which is body and soul. Somebody's flesh who's unregenerated, ain't saved. You know, letting flesh be your security or your arm or your guide. The, the Bible says you are cursed cursed. Following after a man and believing everything you hear. The Bible says that the, the silly believe every word. Everything you hear on TV, you believe is true. <laughs> and they be lying big time. Back to back. But if you don't know the truth, it can't make you free. You are bound by lies. Amen. I'm going to get a cup of coffee, and then we're going to go to our scripture. And Colossians 3 and 1, and we're going to go all the way down to 
three. And the reason why I do scripture is because it's only the word of God that can divide between soul and spirit, joints and marrow. Mm -hmm. It is only the word of God that is quick and powerful. It's only the word of God that is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Yes. Amen. It is the word of God. It is truth and it is no lie. Jesus said, I am, and Jesus is the word. He is the word. He said, I am the way, mm -hmm. the truth, and the life. And Jesus' word is without uh, uh, contamination. It is pure, purified in the furnace of earth seven mm -hmm. times. Amen. It's been tried and tested. It can undergo scrutiny. It will not return void. It will accomplish what it, whatever he pleased and prosper in the thing whereto he sent it. It will reproduce after its own kind. When he said, I came that you might have life, when he give you life, it will reproduce life and more life and more life and more life. In him dwelleth light and there is no darkness at all. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Colossians 3. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let's just give God a praise. I'll give the praise to the Lord is here. Bless your name. Thank God. you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome so, here today. So welcome. So, so welcome. Hallelujah. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above. Not, somebody say not. Not. On things on the earth. Amen. Repeat that. Not, not on things, things on, on the, the earth. earth. One more time. Not, not on things, things on the earth. earth. Don't set your thoughts, your mind, your passions on things of the earth. Now this is is a, 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 a truth that if we will be a doer of it, we will be blessed in our deeds. Right. Many of us hear these things and let it go in one ear and out the other. But the Bible says, let's, uh, let me just finish this and then we're going to go over to, um, let's see, James. First chapter 22. Okay, now, for verse 3, For ye are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So he's saying here, if you have been raised to life in Christ, which you supposedly are born again, you've died already. You're already dead. That old man has perished. And now your life is hidden. It's like it says in Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ. You have been crucified. Yeah. Remember in Isaiah it said God has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Yes. And then we were on him. And when he died, we died. Yes. We've already died. And our life is now hidden with Christ in God. And according to 
uh, Colossians 3 and 4, Christ is now our life. Yeah. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel. According to Galatians 2.20, we've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet yeah. not I, but Christ liveth in me. Yeah. And this life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. The Holy Spirit is showing me to make a comparison here. You remember in the Garden of Eden when God told Adam not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said, because in the day that you eat it, you will surely die. Well, the serpent came and told the woman. He didn't tell Adam. <laughs> you will not surely die. Amen. Because God knows that in the day that you eat it, that your eyes will be opened yeah. and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. That was a half truth and a whole lie. <laughs> it never did make them gods. It gave them a swift kick out the garden. But nevertheless, do you remember when Adam ate of that fruit that uh, when Eve, sorry, when Eve ate of the fruit, nothing happened. But when Adam ate of the fruit, their eyes were come open. on here. Yes, their spiritual eye slammed shut, and their their natural eyes popped open. And then they saw that they was naked. Well, they had been naked all along. But then they said, and then they knew that they were naked. Well, they've been naked all along. But it was that they, they, our spiritual eyes were opened back then. In verse two, uh, uh, Genesis two twenty four, their spiritual eyes. So they were naked and were not ashamed. But when their spiritual eyes closed, and their natural eyes popped open, when they saw their nakedness, they were ashamed, and they hid themselves. So you know a transaction, some kind of something happened in the garden. Right. But what the Holy Spirit is saying, just as Adam's spirit died, and then Adam lived about 939 years after that, before he actually physically died, it's the same principle, if, you, if, if I can say, when we get born again. That old man dies off. The spiritual man comes in, and that natural man dies. He's dead. You're dead. That man dead. Already dead. But nevertheless, you live it. You're still living. It depends on what, however the Lord say determines how long you're going to live. But it's the same principle. When the, the, the uh, spiritual eyes were shut down in the garden and the natural eye came open, mm -hmm. they still lived. The same way when our uh, natural eyes now have been shut down, supposedly, your natural eye really, really, it has been, that old man really has died. He really has. What people are wrestling with is... The motions of that old man, the memory. Yeah, yeah. And I say your your memory could be so strong. It could have your body secrete 
uh, all kind of sensual things, you know, if you don't put it under control. Because that's how strong the mind is. That's why he said, set your mind on things above. Because your mind, even though that old man is dead, can have you acting just like him, even though he's dead. But, but in Galatians uh, 2.20 said, Nevertheless I live, yet not I, or that old man, but Christ liveth in me. Remember in Ephesians it tells us to put on the new man? When we get born again, we put on a new man, which is created in righteousness and true holiness. We are created in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2 and 10. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have the new man now. Christ now is our life. But we have to get our minds in Colossians uh, 3 and 1, all the way over to 4. We have to... Set, that word means be intentional. Exercise the mind. Set your mind. Regard, think, you know. Get your mind, like Apostle always say, be ye transformed <laughs> by renewing. And then you put on the helmet of salvation and cast down high things that exalt itself against the word of God. You, it's, it's a warfare that you have to go under. Uh, 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 Timothy talks about you got to fight. You got to fight. This is the fight of faith. Yes. Amen. You got to war. A good warfare. You got to lay hold on eternal life. This is what Jesus is talking about. He that overcomes. us. You got to overcome this realm here where it says uh, he said, if you then be risen or raised up with Christ, you have undergone death. You've died already, according to Romans 6 and 3. And it says, keep seeking. It don't just say seek. Mm -hmm. If you look it up in the New American Standard, it says, keep seeking. Keep seeking. Keep seeking those things which are above. Keep seeking. Aspire to the realm above. Let heaven feel your thoughts. Learn about things above. Get into understanding about things above. Soar into the heavenly realm. Let your thoughts dwell on that higher realm. This is what Paul is, is sharing with the Believers that are at Colossus. And uh, it says in verse 2, we talked about be intentional. You have to set your mind. You have to. You know, we pray a lot and say, oh, Lord, help me not to do this and help me not to do that. You know, when you have to, God is not going to uh, make you into, he's not a ventriloquist, Okay. Where he's behind the scene and you doing all of it. No. That's only in the movies, folks. <laughs> but he, what did he say? You set, you set your, your mind, your affections, your passions, especially your passions. Uh -huh. 
because your mind is just like almost like a computer. It can have you operating like, you know, a puppet. If you don't get control over it, you know, they had a puppet. You know, your mind is your control center. And if you don't get control over it, which you have, it will have you operating like, like you're not even born again. Like that old man is not there. It's not, and that old man is corrupt. I mean, just horribly corrupt mm. in deceitful lust. Mm. It can go down to some depths that, that especially when you get born, you got to watch it when you get born again because the enemy will work on you over time like a Charles Manson, and he'll take you to some depths. If you don't have control over your mind, he'll take you to some depths in his realm that you never would have thought you would have done. You never would have thought you would have done. You must get control over your mind. And it says, uh, set your affection on things above, upward. Amen. That word is anal. Our way of life is in heaven. All right. Philippians uh, 3.20 uh, tells us that. Let me just go right over there and just the next one over. Yeah. Look over. It says... Uh, for our conversation, our way of life, our destiny, our home is in heaven. And from there, also, we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is why uh, a lot of times, body of Christ, you are defeated. You get defeated in relationships. You get defeated in finances. You get defeated in, in schools and places of learning because you have not set your affections on things above where Christ sitteth. You're not looking, you know, or having the mind of Christ in your affairs. You're still working like that old man uh -huh. that is subject to be seduced, subject to be ripped off, uh, subject to believe anything they hear, you know. That's good. You, you're operating in that old realm. And that realm is, is, is destined for destruction. Right. It has no illumination in it. It has no God revelation in it at all. Mm -hmm. Remember we talked about over in 1 Corinthians 2 that the princes of this world, they didn't have that hidden wisdom. Mm -hmm. So if you in the old man, you don't have that either. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have, you, you, don't, you don't know the higher realms of revelation that comes from God, that comes from Jesus. Yeah. You don't have, you're operating in that low realm, the low ball, you know, that is subject to deception, being ripped off, lied to. That's where you're operating. That is where you're operating if you are not seeking those things or uh, above where Christ sitteth. And I'm going to go through some of the things that happened where Christ said it because according to Ephesians 2, it says that, well, let's just go over there. Ephesians 2, and we're going to start at 5. 2 and 5. And we go through this Bible because we need to renew our mind with it. Amen. Ephesians 2 and 5. Even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. Say that with me. Quicken us, us together, together with, with Christ. Christ. That word quicken means to endue 
with divine life or give you the spirit of life. He put the spirit of life in us just like he did with Jesus when he raised him from the dead. All right? And he was resurrected. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead quickens or endues <coughs> you, quickens your body. And the same power that raised him from the dead, God has given us that power and made us sit together. In verse 6, it said, and has raised us up together. Yes. See, we don't think about that. Say that again. And has and raised, raised us up, up together. together. You and Christ have been raised up together yeah. and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So where is Christ now? He's seated. Where it says in Colossians 1, 3 and 1, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Yes. Amen? Mm -hmm. He is seated. He basically is king of kings, lord of lords. He's the king of the universe. That's who he is right now. Mm -hmm. He's king of the universe. He's operating now as king and intercessor, as the ruler of the universe. That's where Christ is. And if you are seated together with him, Hallelujah. and he has made us yeah, to yeah. be kings and priests, what are we supposed to be doing? The same thing Christ Hallelujah. is doing. That's, and we're going to get into more about what it means where Christ sitteth. All right? And it says here, at the right hand, and he has honor, he has power, angels and authorities are subject unto him. Amen. So if angels already are subject unto Christ, what does that say about us? Mm -hmm. That angels and authorities are subject unto us. <laughs> It tells us, just, just go to the uh, uh, Ephesians 1 over here and uh, go down to 21. This is my favorite. Yeah. You need to write this one. In yeah, book. yeah. Because if you're seated together with Christ, Glory. Hallelujah. watch this. He was uh, seated, put at the, well, in 20 it says, where he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And set him at his own right hand. This is God the Father. Uh -huh. And in the heavenly places, watch this, far above. Come this on, is yeah. Ephesians 1. Glory. Yeah. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Every government and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Hallelujah. 22. And has put all things, somebody say all things. All, all things. Under his feet. Yes. And gave him to be the head yeah. over all things to the church. Thank you, Father. My God, the Holy Spirit showed me some Hallelujah. But do you see that if he raises up in verse 6, Ephesians 2 and 6, he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. That means that, that we are far above all principality and power and might and dominion. We have to set our affection Glory. on things above where Christ is. Yes. We got to think like this. Because if we still going to uh, 
meander around with that old man, you ain't you don't have nothing. You are under the auspices of the prince of the power of the air. Yeah. yeah. You are under the auspices of the kingdom of darkness. That's what the old man was. Yeah. That's that's who his his God was. The prince of the power of the air was his God. Mm. <laughs> But he didn't, he, he's been swallowed up. We talked about that. Life swallowed him up. Christ is life. Glory. He swallowed up that old man. So that man is gone. If you have asked Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior, and he has saved you, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have been swallowed up. <laughs> Behold all things that become new. So you have to set your mind on things above. You've got to walk in the newness of life. Or you will be just like I always say, Babylon, confused, mixture, in and out, not knowing what. James 1.22. Uh, let's go over there. And uh, the Holy Spirit just showed me this. And I have never looked at it like this. But you, you you will find out that if you don't, you gotta be one or the other. You can't be middle of the road. Yes. You either gonna be with Christ or you gonna be with the devil. Yeah. One of the two. That's good. There's no middle. But and you'll be thinking you in the middle, but you actually still in the old kingdom. Come on here. That's where you are. Good teaching. No straddle of defense. Come on. You here. don't know this, but you think you're in the right place, but you're still under the devil. Amen. Yeah. He's still ruling and reigning and telling you what to do and got your eyes, your mind blinded. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, let's see. And I think it's, uh, let's see, one and, let's try 22. Uh -huh. But be ye doers of the word. Yeah. Be ye doers of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> be ye doers of the word. Glory. <laughs> and I'll see what I tell you three times. It really sinks in, though. Yeah, it yeah. makes you focus yeah. on what I'm saying. <laughs> be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Not hearers only. Deceiving. Ah, now, deceiving own. yourself and deceiving your own self. Right. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his, watch this, natural face. Uh -huh. Say that with me. Natural, natural face. face. So that means that you ain't spiritual no more. You back in the natural. Right. Because it says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural man yeah. receiveth not the Excellent. things of the spirit. That's good. Yes. It says, for if any man, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, yeah. he is like a man beholding his natural, natural face My goodness. in a glass. Mm -hmm. Watch this. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth. He forget <laughs> what manner of man he was. Wow. Yes. 
So you could be the spiritual man, but if you are not doing the work, you go right back to the natural. That's good. You don't even know who you are anymore. You back into the natural. You with the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit. That's why you must be a doer of the word. You must set your affections on things above where Christ did it. Because if you are a forgetful hearer or not a doer of the word, you go right back into the old way of doing things. And that and that old way does not receive from the spirit realm. You gotta study this out, dig it out, do reference so that you can understand clear about what I'm talking about. Because Christ is exact, he is specific. He knows exactly what he means when he say, uh, he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. See, he might have been a spiritual, but if you're not doing what the words say, you go right back into that old realm. And uh, and it said, but whoso, 25, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth in, in that. That's the spiritual aspect of your life. And continueth therein. He being what? Not a forgetful hearer. Not a, because see, when you hear stuff, you forget. A forgetful here, uh, amen, but a what? Doer, doer of the work. A doer. You actually yeah. do. Yeah. You actually set your affections on things above where Christ sit it. Now, I just slide back down, but you get it right back up there again. You got, to, it's a continual, uh, 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 what it says in the New American Standard, keep seeking, keep seeking, keep continue. Uh, setting your affection. Be intentional. Exercise your mind over and over to uh, put your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. The things, and it says here, the things of the earth is the old nature, the earthly things. The earthly things, not spiritual things. You got your bad old earthly things. And uh, John 2, 1 John 2.15 says, Love not the world. Don't love it. Neither the things that are in it. Uh-huh. We'll get to that another time. I got it right here, but we'll get to it. But I want you to understand about this. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, spiritual liberty, and continueth therein, he will not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. My God, I thank you, Lord. Yeah. I thank you, Lord, uh, for that. It says in Colossians 3, 3, For you are dead, and your life is hidden or concealed with Christ in God. Amen. Uh, you're under, you've undergone death. You got to believe that and walk like it's truth. You've undergone, you've passed from death into life. Now we know these things, but now we got to walk in the newness of yeah. life. Mm-hmm. We got to learn what it means to walk in the newness of life. 
we got to learn how to be to have the mind of Christ, to, to be like him, to operate like him, to work like him, to decree like him. Hallelujah. Be conformed to the image of God's dear son. Now this is the process. Amen. When Christ, verse 4, Colossians 3, 4, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. I hope we get to that point. Uh -huh. yes. I hope that you get to the point that when his appearing comes, that that you will appear with him in glory. Mm -hmm. uh, Romans 6 and 6 talks about the man we once were has been crucified with Christ. Amen. And Romans 8 and 6 says, to be carnally minded is death. Yeah. That's when you set your mind on things on the earth. It says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. That's why you won't be fearing when you see what's coming on the earth. Yeah. It's all kind of stuff coming on. It ain't you ain't seen nothing right, right. yet. It's good. It's already written about the times changing. If you will read your Bible, it'll tell you. It tells you Matthew twenty four tells yeah. you. If you read Matthew twenty four, it tells you what's gonna happen. You read Revelations thirteen, it tells you what's gonna happen. You read Daniel seven, it'll tell you. It's all over. God never leaves himself without a witness. Mm. And he make it known. He said, if any man lack wisdom, do what? Let him ask. Ask me. I, I tell you anything you want to know. Yes. I give it to men liberally, copiously. <laughs> I, I give you some, sometimes I be saying, oh, it <laughs> I do. Sometimes I be saying, oh, I saw that. Uh, you know, uh, he give it to you. He has no problem. He's not no problem giving you wisdom. And, and, and he said, uh, 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 he'll give it to you. And I don't think it's a thing that people uh, lack wisdom, apostle, elder. I think that they don't, they got other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> they are caught up in other things. You get caught up in these this March Madness stuff and, and all of this uh, 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 new technology and all of this new trends and fashions and Hollywood and all of that, that's, and, and, and social media, that is very time consuming. And you could spend hours in that. And then, next thing you know, it's time to eat and go to bed. And you have not put, if you would put them hours into the Word of God, uh. you wouldn't be fearful, you wouldn't be worried about famine and not having money to pay your bills, you know, not having uh, food to feed your family and stuff like that. He already told you how to avoid it in the Word. And he tells you over and over. And the thing about it is, it's not like he hasn't told you. The fact is that you haven't did it. You have not been a doer of the Word. You have, God has showed you how to avoid poverty. He tells you about his financial makeup. Pay your tithe, give your offering, and when he tells you to bake uh, some greens for mama across the street, go do that. He tells you how to sow, and how to give. How many of us are too selfish for that? We want to keep it to our own. We don't give nobody nothing. And then we'll borrow from people and won't pay them back. Mm -hmm. 
We'll use people's services and won't pay them. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes I be working like a dog for people, doing various things that they ask for my services, and they won't give me a penny. And then they act like they don't know me no more. <laughs> <laughs> they act like, that. who is that? Right, right. Yeah. You know. And I'd be so, and I'd be done going home for I'm tired out of work. They ain't thought about the person that's performing the service at all. And but God tells us to share our gifts and this and that, but He don't tell us to use one another that's and right. abuse one another. He tells us to love one another yeah. and be thoughtful of them. Put yourself in that person's shoes. Put yourself in other people's shoes, and see how you would want them to treat you. Amen. You know, and, and, and say for instance, somebody that might be on a fixed income, but they anointed and they could perform services. <laughs> Think about the fact that they want a fixed income. That's good. I, and I'm working. I can give them something for their services. And a lot of y'all, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of y'all is using the pastors right now because a lot of people are dying and you want them to do your services your funeral services for you and your family, and you ain't giving them a penny. Hello. Yeah. And you, you, I know, I know it, because I know with one particular pastor, I'm on every Saturday, he got to do a funeral for somebody. Every Saturday, he got his own congregation, and these are their relatives that he doing funerals for. So what I'm saying, you got to have the mind that Christ had. He was so loved, he gave. He gave yes. up everything yes. so that you could live. Yes. He fed 5,000 people. He raised the dead, the, the lame walk, the dumb spake, the blind saw. Yeah, yeah. He gave of his services. He came not to be ministered to, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. He gave up his life. Now, he tell us to give up our lives. Yeah. We got to have this mind. And if we would have the mind of Christ, we would not be all uh, pity any, you know, greedy, big-eyed, and selfish. And just thinking about ourselves and not thinking about others. Christ was selfless. He, he gave up his life. Can you believe that? Yeah. He had a... He was a king in the world that he Hallelujah. knew. Angels bowed before him. Glory. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. 